Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Waiting for people to call in. So Betty's here and Errol's here and Hallelujah. Jesus. Is hallelujah. Here, Father, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Maybe some angels will call in and all that. <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. Warrior. Thank you, Jesus. I wonder what type of phones they use and the angels do. Be nice to get to get a hold of that. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise, praise the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Amen. Thank hallelujah. You, Jesus. Well, I'm gonna, I'm I'm just gonna give their introduction and all that, and while we're waiting for people, so we don't have to keep on waiting. So when they get here, they get here. So they'll probably be here, and, you know, it's 7 o'clock, they'll be calling in. Hallelujah. So, amen. Amen. Praise God. This is this is um, Suffocation National Ministries Apostolic Conference Call. Praise the Lord. Praise. I just want to um, welcome everyone here today, tonight. Um, Errol Anderson will be speaking. Hallelujah. He he um, is a man that that is not... Of, of religion, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, praise God, when he got born again, he got born again, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, when, when, uh, he did not get born again to attend religious meetings, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, <laughs> he got, amen. Um, um, when he came to know the Lord, he wants the whole entire, the whole entire deal, hallelujah, the, the full gospel, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, and, and since then he's been causing trouble, he's been causing trouble, hallelujah, because he just wants more, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He says, where is that in the Bible? He says, you guys, do you guys Jesus. believe in healing and all that? Yeah, but we don't practice that today. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, you know, hallelujah. But anyways, praise God. Um, um, You know, this is, you know, if you want to visit me on my website, it's com, <laughs> And also, our, our, um, we also on Supplication National Ministries. Also, is on um, Facebook. And then also um, um, Anilak Omaha, which is our which is our church, which is Global Anilak. Um, um, so praise the Lord, Hallelujah, Amen. And, and um, you can listen to these uh, these uh, podcasts um, a certain amount, like probably after like a few hours later after we're done, you go to um, you can go to any search and enter Inker FM slash Apostolic Conference, Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God! There's there's people that are listening to this in France and China. Um, um, you know, um, maybe not when we're doing it, but later they listen to them because because I know Hallelujah people are listening to them and and some other nations Hallelujah glory to God Hallelujah Amen and, and uh, to 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 God to God be all the glory Hallelujah so there's you know so you don't know there there you know you don't know somebody's on their their smartphone and their, um, you know, because you actually can download this app. You can download this the, the app, um, Anchor. Um, dot com app on your, uh, your iPhone. I think it's also on, um, on um, the other um, types of phones too. But um, and they can listen to these um, these podcasts and all that, and and um, so people are listening to them. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! So, Amen. you know, I started doing this in in 2013. And um, I remember I got it right here the day that I set it up this this, this conference call on July ninth, 
2013, and we started doing them, and, and we would come together for prayer and at first, and and um, and so we started going, and every year and all that, and and um, and so um, hallelujah, and um, you know, um, I think I think last year we didn't do it, but this this year, you know, I ran into Errol, and and he he got the fire of God, hallelujah, praise the Lord, and and um, you know. Um, Praise the Lord! It just the whole thing is is there's too many clouds today that have no rain, you know, which is is as in Jude talks about that. Those are those are like churches or or organizations that have no Holy Ghost, you know. There, there's no no Holy Spirit. There's no rain of the Spirit and all that. Yeah. And, and somehow, somehow, if if you speak in tongues and somehow. If if you just follow what is in the book of Acts, that that gets you the the left um, kick, um, you know, out of the out of the doors of the church and all that. But he, you know, Errol, he's not a person that goes and causes division and all that. You know, it's just you know, um, he he builds on his own territory. Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah, he builds on his own turf by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah, Amen. Hallelujah, and and um. You know, a righteous man, um, you know, steps are ordered by the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. We, you know, we, we are, um, we preach the, you know, the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are beautiful those who preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and Amen. we are, we are, um, we, we have the peace of God. Hallelujah. Some people don't have no peace. They don't have no peace. And, you know, there, there's some pe- people that are scatterbrains. I think there's a demon, there might be a demon called scatterbrains and all that. And, and, you know, they don't know which direction they're going to, you know. And there's people that have confusion. There's people that have this and that. And, and one thing is, is um, you want to hear from people that, that are that are focused. And, and one thing is when you're in the presence of God, the Holy Spirit really makes you focus, you know. And, and you're, you know, because the Holy Spirit is our true north. Hallelujah. Amen. The direction Amen. that we're going. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, um, mm-hmm. and the Bible says that, Greater is He that's in us than those in the world, Hollies. And and you know one thing I I got to say I'm not asking this question to those here, but out there is is how many people know that verse? How many believe in that verse? You know how many believe that that those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God? That's right. You know and and um and and you know see these scriptures and, and um you know we had um you know we had um, a time like in the 80s, probably the 70s. We had some good teachers, okay, and and um, you know, and and now we don't we don't teach on this stuff, you know, and then and then you know where, where the believer can can go and and um, where where the believer is. and I remember when I was a young Christian, I got all some books how to be led by the Spirit. Also, I I I, I heard a man who was talking about the hear and ear, how to hear God. Well, I believe it. And that's the problem. Why people can't hear God is because they don't believe it. They don't believe it. How it? And 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 or you know and and um and so um hallelujah amen and, and um praise the Lord hallelujah amen I'm gonna, amen um hallelujah you know um you know I just want to talk about um a couple of th- um, things before we start um um next is on um. You know, next year I decided to do conference calls again, and Errol will be back again. But he is 
an awesome man of God. Hallelujah, man. Hallelujah. He's going to the nations of the earth. Hallelujah. And and one way or another, you know, either he's going to teleport there or he's going to fly there, you know. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, but anyways, um, Amen. On, the, on, Amen. on March 29th, we're going to have Duncan Blair. He's a good guy. He's a good preacher. I met him. I was at a church, and I turned my back. Him and his wife was in back. I, I, I actually turned, and I felt the Lord told me to give him. You know, I, I don't randomly walk up and give people my business card and all that. Um, um, and, um, you know, um, but, but anyway, the Lord told me. And then he said, hey, uh, would you like to come preach over at my church and all that? And so, and then I started inviting him and his wife. And, you know, when I, when I first got my house, I started inviting preachers over. We would have barbecue and all that. That's, a, you know, one way to, to really um, um, bring unity or really, um, you know, I'll, I'll start inviting these preachers from different churches over to, to eat and have barbecue and all that. <laughs> Hallelujah, you know, and, 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 um, and, you know, the thing is they could see, they could see my heart, you know, they could see this man is a family man, hallelujah, praise God. This guy's got a lot of family pictures on this wall, you know, and, and um, he loves his children, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah, you know. Um, there, we got, we have, we have servants of God today that, that, uh, you know, you know, it, it's all, it's all, um, um, you know, like, it's like a show and all that. And so, and so, you know, um, and what we got to do is be transparent with people, hallelujah, who we really Amen. are, who we really are, hallelujah, that, that this is, you know, that, that, um, you know, cause we have to be role models. You know, there's people who want to use these titles. I want to say that the word, the title, they want to use the, like, apostle, whatever, and all that. And, you know. It, um, one thing is, is when 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 there's a true apostle, um, demons um, don't like him. Okay, so 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 warfare um, kicks up hollow. Praise God! But but there's people that are just apostles and title only, and title only and all that. And 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 you say, hey, what's what's what is what is your vision? What, what what's your direction on that? Where where are the prophets in in your church? Where um, where are you going on how you know you know and 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 um and the thing is it's just a title only hallelujah there's no revelation there's no insight the holy ghost ain't talking to them from from the scriptures hallelujah and and does heaven does heaven respond when they pray does heaven respond to them hallelujah amen amen you know um praise god you know but the thing is, is I'm not, I'm not, I'm not um, beating up people who say they're apostles, you know. But there's a lot. Most of pastors, or most people that are senior pastors, don't even hear the voice of God. They have no anointing at all. They, they probably have never healed the sick. They have no prayer life at all. And and my question is, why are people tied into them? You know, and and and. And we need to 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 finance those that have anointing, those people who are are praying, those who are seeking God, those that hear the voice of God, you know. And if you can see a consistency, like I was talking, I've been mentioning this young man, and, and I was telling him, there's a consistency when somebody's called of God. There's a consistency in their life, no matter what trials they go, no matter how many people um, 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 preach them and all. You know, God's gonna test you if you're called by God. You're gonna have people kick you out of their church building, okay? 
Or do you forgive that person or do you become bitter? God's going to test you. You know, um, right. is that your new outlook in life because you have some type of, re- you know, are you going to receive a rejection or are you going to, it's going to make you better. You have a tendency that you keep a walk with God in your private, in your personal life, in, in your family. You keep a walk. I'm not saying you're not perfect. You're not perfect. You're going to make mistakes, hallelujah. You're going to make mistakes. But there's a consistency, hallelujah. A consistency. Do yeah. you believe God, hallelujah? Do you believe God, hallelujah? Praise the Lord, hallelujah. You know, and, and one thing is, is sometimes Christians get into idolatry for religion. You know, they don't want to in, enjoy life except reality. Amen, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. And be down to earth, hallelujah. Praise God. Because because the, somehow it only was accepted for the spiritual things, hallelujah. And that's and and all of that comes from from churches. You know, you go in there, they don't accept you for who you are. You know, and so people are not being truly discipled, and so they go from not being truly discipled into their calling, or they go off to Bible college or whatever, and they're really not not you not have not been accepted what Christ has done in your life, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. So you just put a mask on yourself, and then you get married and all that, and then and then and, and you preach. You're a different person up in the pulpit, but behind the scenes, you're a different person. Your mask comes off. And see, the thing is, is, is we need to have true discipleship, and that's why God's bringing order in the church. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! Glory to God! Hallelujah! Amen! Hallelujah! Amen. Pray! Amen! Hallelujah! Amen. Oh, oh, before we start, he's going to start in a couple minutes, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But anyways, the Lord, one thing is, is, is not, I'm not, you know, I've been a part of Awakening the Dawn, and this is going on for like two years, this is the third year, and see, I'm into stuff like IHOP and, and um, the Tent of David, um, you know, places where you soak the presence of God in prayer. You know, I mean, you know, um, Betty has a a prayer group that meets every every Saturday, and so if you um, live in Arizona area, or if you're going out to Arizona, you could be there on a Saturday. We can hook you up, Hallelujah! Praise God, Amen. Hallelujah! This lady is is a is a prayer warrior, Hallelujah! Amen. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah! Amen. And and um, you know, glory to God, Hallelujah! And, and um, but anyways, uh, um. And then there's this group called the Send, and they're gonna meet. And they started in Orlando. They went to Brazil. They're gonna meet in Arrowhead Stadium, Hallelujah. And see, um, Bob Jones gave a prophecy that when the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl, there'll be a revival, Hallelujah. And so we're in that <laughs> season, Hallelujah. And he also talked Amen. about the, the the Arrowhead Stadium, Arrowhead Stadium. <laughs> And, and there'll be a procession, a, a procession from I hop all the way to Arrow Stadium, and so they're estimating Arrow Stadium is the biggest stadium in America. They're estimating that this stadium is going to be packed full, and 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 the and the and the old stadium right next door is going to be packed full. And I believe that this is a, a door. This is a door that's going to open up. A window of heaven is going to open up. A gate's going to open Amen. up. Amen. Um, we're, we're coming through a threshold. The church is coming through a threshold. And right now, Lou Engel has issued a 40-day fast, a global 40-day fast. Hallelujah. And 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 um, and, and this is, you know, March starts right now, you know. Um, 
and 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 um, this this global fast, hallelujah. And so we have come to this time, and this is very significant. And and, and so here I called up Errol, and and I said, I said, um, you know, we don't know exact dates, so we're like go, we're listening to these videos and trying to book the hotel because we want to be I want to be a walking distance because I know that I need to go there. And 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 I'm talking to him. He's talking to him and says, and 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 see. First, I was talking about waking the dog because that's where they get in there. He's talking about the sin. I says, what? What? We're talking about the same thing. So 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 I go back. I, I book another another weekend and all that. And and um, he goes ahead and books <laughs> because we want to be there. We want to be ahead of the situation. Holly, but this Amen. is like, this is a carer's moment. This is not just a regular meeting and all that. And. And we're That's right. we're not just going we're we're not going there to listen to speakers. We're going this because of the momentum that a lot of people are coming from from all over America and around the world. Hallelujah! And this is about the fulfillment of the Great Commission. And see, they're That's believing right. they're believing um, uh, Mike Bickle has been given the commission to raise up a a a um, um, a million intercessors to to pray in eighty a million um um. Yeah, eighty million. Yeah, eighty million um, people. No, yeah, it's eighty million. No, no, not eighty million. Yeah, no, no, right, eighty million. Yep, it is. So, and 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 then and then also I believe in a hundred thousand missionaries. Hallelujah, Amen. But anyway, um, eighty million people in America. Okay, to come to know Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so we're we're around. Um, it's like I think we're around like three hundred to whatever like million people. So. And a little bit over three hundred, but um, and so so, hallelujah! And that's one thing. This is the goal for the church needs new life, brother. The, the church needs new life because because it's it, it's time, honey. And and a lot of young people come to this. Honey, this is a lot of young people. And this is where people bring their young people there. And this is where a lot of them these these kind of events. This is when people commit their life, you know, to serve, serve the Lord, hallelujah. And those that that are Christians. Commit to to a greater a greater um, devotion. Hallelujah. Amen. So just really pray about this. Hallelujah. So I'm going to turn this over to Errol. And um, Hallelujah. And and um, you know when I um, you know I didn't ha- I, I I know this guy over like um, over like um, twenty more than twenty years. For twenty five years, and every time I ran into him, he he encouraged me, and and he did not speak his own mind. He spoke what God put on him and all that, and it's like you know, and 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 um and then um you know I I moved to Omaha, you know, because you know um um you know he just um he has a special anointing to deal with people in North Dakota, Hallelujah, and in Minnesota, and and um, Hallelujah. <laughs> But praise the Lord, hallelujah. Um, he probably still gets in a couple of fights once in a while there. But um, hallelujah. Um, you know, he, he so far he, he's probably won a couple of them, hallelujah. But but the thing is, is um, you know, I was I was looking, I was praying to God. And and, um, and I said, Lord God, um, um, I need, you know, because... Um, and then the Lord says, you know, Lord Errol says, I don't even know his phone number. I try to look him up on, I try to look, do the search, and I can't find him. 
So then, you know, because there's like a couple of them that, that pop up and all that. And which one are them, you know? And and so then I asked this this other farmer friend in North Dakota, can you go find him? And and you know, so so he found him and all that. And and then and then I called him. And so and then um, then I you know we start talking and and it's fire fire you know it's fire fire, hallelujah. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Amen. Um, um, Amen. So we're firing each other up, and, and um, hallelujah, and and um, and then, and then I, I decided the Lord put it on my heart to do this conference call. I said, "Well, we got Errol, and, and um, hallelujah, Amen." He's so he's gonna he's gonna share what God has, he's gonna share tonight. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, Amen, Amen. I'm gonna turn it over right now. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Father. Glory, 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 glory to your holy name. That truth would go forth, that it would shatter the darkness, that the light would show forth in brightness and in glory, that it's all for the name of Jesus because it's all about Jesus. It's all about the Messiah. And we lift it on to you tonight, Lord, and we give you the glory for it. In the holy, precious, matchless name of Jesus Christ, King of kings, king of nations, king of Israel, king of, Jew, of, of the Jews, king of kings, we give it on to you. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'd like to uh, open this by further clarifying something that I stated last time when I spoke on signs and wonders and miracles. And it actually is going to bounce off of this anyway. But after I finished uh, a month ago or whenever it was on uh, on signs and wonders and miracles, I was, like the next day I was in prayer and the and the Lord brought something to mind to me and and to clarify something. And it's not going to take long, so I just want to uh, clarify that. And it just bounces off this into what I'm going to speak about tonight anyway. You go, I hope you have a paper and pencil or paper and pen or a recording of it, however you want to do it tonight. Um, we'll go over some scriptures. Matthew chapter 16, I'd like to open it up. And uh, verses 5 through 12. And all the readings that I'll be making will be primarily out of the New King James Version. Matthew 16, starting in verse 5. And when his disciples had come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they reasoned amongst themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. But when Jesus perceived it, he said to them, O you of little faith, why do you reason amongst yourselves because you have brought no bread? Do you not understand? Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves of the, or the, of the 5,000 and how many baskets you took up? Nor the seven loaves of, of the 4,000 and how many large baskets you took up? How is it then you do not understand that I did not speak to you concerning bread, but you should be aware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees? Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And when I was speaking on uh, signs and wonders, I 
pulled out of, uh, if you'd turn back to uh, Matthew chapter 7, Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 through 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. I used an illustration of uh, the Minnesota Twins winning the World Series in, I think it was 1987. And it was, a, uh, it was the team, everyone in the Twins organization that was paid, that was on staff, uh, like right down to the secretaries and the janitors, that it was the whole team, it was the whole organization that won. And if they got a check from the Twins organization, they constituted the entire organization, um, like a along with the team that played on the field. And the fans who were not paid by the organization and not part of the team went downtown, broke glass out of business windows, and, and they uh, lit fire uh, to the dumpsters, and they tipped cars over, and they vandalized the downtown Minneapolis area. The National Guard even had to be called out. Fans were going around saying, we won, we won. But it was a team that won, and the fans were lawless, and they caused destruction, yet they identified themselves with we, uh, the team. And I want to make a clarification as with 11, and the disciples first thought that Christ was talking about bread. Their hearts were still hard. They're, they were kind of hard-headed. Sometimes, you know, we're still hard-headed. I'm still hard of heart at times. I'm not making a negative confession. I'm just saying that I'm not, I'm not there yet. And Jesus will speak. The Word will speak to me sometimes, and I'll not fully understand it. And, and uh, he'll say something to me, and I'll, I'll take it in a different direction, and then he'll have to correct me on it. But the disciples were kind of hard-headed, and it was about, they thought it was about bread, but it was actually about false doctrines and Sadducees and the Pharisees. And so also with this uh, Matthew 7 that I was reading last time, I had mentioned about the money, but it's not about the money, and only those getting a paycheck from the church are the ones who do the ministry. Ministry is about the whole body of Christ doing the works with signs and miracles and wonders. It's not about the money any more than it was about the bread. It's about teamwork. And Matthew 7 is about when the Lord gave me the revelation of this when I came back from France. The key to this uh, understanding this portion in Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 through 23 is the we. It's like the fans that were in that stand. They went down after the game and they broke, they vandalized, they lit cars on fire, they, they damaged property. But they were going around saying we. They didn't say I. They said we. And in this passion, passage of Scripture, you notice that it didn't say I, didn't I cast out demons, didn't I prophesy in your name? No, it was using the word we. 
And, and Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. So he never knew them. They were never Christians in the first place. They never were. So it's not about the money and getting paid. It is about being on the team and being active in the body of Christ and doing the stuff. So I'm going to use a little generalization and example. The fans are like the ones who come in late to services. They sit in the back row. And when time of ministry comes up, they'll leave and go out and tell people, wow, we really had a good we really had a good service today. We cast out dolls and we prophesied, but they didn't do anything themselves. They were, they just watched. They were like the fans. They never do any intercession. They never heal of the sick. They never come up and pray for the people. All they do, they're just, they just watch. They take up space, but there's no action. There's no giftings of the Spirit flowing. So it's easy to misunderstand a parable, and I just wanted to clarify that it wasn't, about, it wasn't about money that I was focusing on. It was about being part of the team, being part of the body of Christ, and being active in it. And so that leads into this topic tonight of how, how I do church. Matthew 28, Matthew 28, 19. It's a very familiar portion of Scripture. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And we're to make disciples. We're supposed to baptize, and we're supposed to teach. And Acts 18.8, Acts 18.8 puts it in, a, in, the, in the proper order. He says, Acts 18.8, it says, Then Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his household, and many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed, and were baptized. That's the order. Hearing, believed, and were baptized. Too many people try to put the cart in front of the horse, and do it completely backwards, and it's not right. Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 11. Ephesians chapter 4, starting in verse 11 through 16, he says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness by which they lie to wait, lie and wait to deceive, but speaking the truth and love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effect of working by which every part does its share causes growth in the body of the edifying of itself in love. It's the commission that the five-fold ministry is supposed to 
train and equip. There's at least 29 spiritual gifts that are listed in the New Testament. The body of Christ needs to know and flow and be active in every one of them. Everyone needs to understand and operate in the spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, this is the 1 Corinthians chapter 14 when it, Paul had been talking about gifts earlier. In 14.1 he says, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. I wonder how come so few people operate in gifts if it's either because they're not desiring, they're not seeking, if they've not been taught about them. But I go into Pentecostal churches, I go into charismatic churches, and why do they call them Pentecostal is beyond me. Why they call them uh, charismatic is beyond me because there's no giftings that are flowing. There's nothing going on in this flow of the Spirit. And so in uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 26, I, I really press on this. How is it then, brethren, whenever you come together, each of you has a psalm, has a teaching, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. Let all things be done for edification. Why is it then, brethren, whenever you come together? It's like trying to pull teeth sometimes. I find it very difficult to get people that have been traditionalized into the normal, uh, what do you want to call it, the normal church activity of going to church and listen to someone and not have a, a forum where they can share. They just go there and listen to someone and they get up and they go home. And to flow in the real body ministry, it's not supposed to be a one-man show thing. It's not supposed to be a free-for-all. I mean, there's, there's respect given to everybody. But everybody is supposed to have something to share. Everybody is supposed to. Now, if you have a, a group of 12 people, maybe, maybe five or six can have something. But it should be as you continue to meet together, and whether it's a group of five or six people or 12 people or 20 people or, or 120 people, as you continue meeting together, everybody should be taking part in sharing at one time or another. Everybody has a testimony of about how they got saved. Well, share the testimony first to make sure they even were born again and find out if they're even baptized in the Holy Ghost and, and begin to share in that capacity. They don't have to have some deep revelation teaching or anything like that. I mean, it, it's just everybody's supposed to share, but it seems so foreign to them. It's, it's how they've been trained. It's ha- it is how they've been taught, and it's wrong. We're all supposed to share. In Acts chapter 20, in Acts chapter 20, verse 28, he says, therefore, Paul writes, or Luke writes, therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. That's the Holy Spirit purchased with his own blood. And he said, take heed to yourselves and all the flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. There's supposed to be multiple overseers. There's supposed to be multiple shepherds in in, in the body. It's not supposed to be a one-man show. It's supposed to be a multiple 
and and the uh, and sharing of you know whether it's home meetings or hospital uh, visitation or or you know visiting the sick in the home or or whatever, but there's supposed to be multiples in in the house churches and and whatever and like even in baptizing it's it's been so misunderstood. My heart, my heart is that the body of Christ would get back to the authority of God's word, to get back to what the word says and get back into the flow of the Holy Ghost. Even in baptizing, it's been misunderstood. In Acts chapter 3 and verse 21, he says, whom heaven must receive until times of restoration of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. The times of restoration, the times of restoration. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 10, you don't have to turn there, but you can just jot it down. In Acts 3, he talks about times of, rest, of, times of restoration. And in Hebrews 9, 10, he talks about times of reformation. We had a reformation that everybody looks back to back in the uh, 1500s, you know what? We need a major reformation once again. We don't need another two-week revival. We don't need another little emotional revival on a three-day weekend. We need a worldwide reformation in the body of Christ that the gifts of the Spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost, the will and the purposes of God are instituted and activated once again in the body of Christ and into the world once again. And when, when I'm talking about even the baptizing, baptizing has been misunderstood, I'd like you to turn to Acts chapter 2. And I know I might be, you know, people misunderstand me so much because of tradition. And I want, like I said, I want to get back to the authority of God's word. And, and I like it when people are, you know, we talk about interactive. I like it when people are interactive, when 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 people ask questions or when people uh, want clarification, that they can feel free. There's a liberty. There's a freedom in the body of Christ. And so, in Acts chapter two, I want to show show you something on on water baptism, verse thirty eight and forty one. Then Peter said to them, Repent. And let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. In verse 41, then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and in that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. I want you to highlight in verse 38, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's go to... Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. Verse 12, 13. But when they believed Philip as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself also was baptized, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed seeing the miracles and signs which were done. And let's drop down to verse 16. Well, let's start in verse 14. 
Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had fallen, had fallen upon none of them, they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's go to chapter 8, and let's go down to verse uh, uh, 35 with the uh, situation with the eunuch. In verse 35, then Philip opened his mouth and began, beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water. The eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? And Peter said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Now, I don't know how many days after this took place from where uh, Peter and John came, and uh, earlier where, you know, they had baptized, Philip had baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But I believe Philip was still doing the same thing here, whether it was one or two or three days later. But he was baptizing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's go to chapter 10. Let's go to chapter 10, verse 47 and 48. Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they asked him to stay a few days. I ask you, what's the name of the Lord? Well, the name of the Lord is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who it is. And now Acts chapter 10, from Acts chapter 1 to Acts chapter 10, it's a nine-year period of time. That's nine years. In Acts chapter 2, Peter was baptizing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nine years later, Peter is still baptizing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn to Acts chapter 19, verse 5. This is, this is talking about Paul. Well, we can pick it up right in, in verse 1. And it happened when Apollos was at Corinth, that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said to him, We have not so much as even heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, Into what then were you baptized? And they said, Into John's baptism. And Peter said, or then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now here's Paul baptizing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's go to chapter 22, verse 16. Chapter 22, verse 16. And this is where Paul had had his Damascus Road experience, and he's recounting it uh, years later and giving a testimony of it. And Ananias comes to him, and starting in verse 12, I guess. Then one Ananias, a devout man according to the law, having a good testimony with all the Jews who were there, we can say that 
Ananias was a messianic Jew. Okay? Ananias was a good man. Ananias had a good testimony. And he came to me in verse 13, and he stood and said to me, Brother Saul, receive your sight. And at that same hour, I looked up at him, and when he said, The God of our fathers has chosen you that you should know his will, see the just one, and hear the voice of his mouth, for you will be his witness to all men of what you have seen and heard. And now, while you are, why you are wait, and now why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Well, there's only one name of the Lord, and that's Jesus Christ. And each time from Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19, Acts chapter 22, each time they did it immediately that day. They didn't have this big hype and pomp thing and, and oh, this is going to be a, a big public testimony. No, there's not a public testimony. That's, that's, a, that's a false church teaching. It has nothing to do with being a public testimony. It has everything to do with consecrating your life, believing in all your heart that God raised him from the dead, and that you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and immediately you baptize him. And it was, it was never, in no occasion in the book of Acts, did they ever not do it on that same day, that very hour. They said, let's do it. We had uh, a lady up here in, in Grafton that uh, we went out to a restaurant on a Sunday afternoon, and uh, we were, a bunch of us were having uh, uh, a meal at the restaurant, and people are asking me questions, and I get into this uh, conversation and, and uh, answering questions and whatnot, and the lady over in a Another table began hearing, and next thing you know, she and her uh, friend move into our table and start listening more and more, and find out that the the one the uh, uh, the first one that started listening that she was a Jehovah Witness. She had just come from the Jehovah Witness meeting, and we led her to the Lord right there at the table in the restaurant, and I said, "You need to get baptized in the water right now, today." And, you know, up here in North Dakota, hey, I'm not, uh, none of us are in the polar bear club. So, I mean, the lakes are frozen over, the, I, the rivers are frozen over. I, I, you know, I mean, we're, we're limited to what we can do here in the, in the wintertime. But everybody's got a bathtub. I said, who has a bathtub? And she said, well, you can use my house. I said, good. And we all went over there and... I gave a teaching around the table. A whole bunch of people came in. I gave a teaching of why I baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they've never heard anything like this before. Some of them thought I was a oneness Pentecostal, a united Pentecostal. I said, no, I'm not a united Pentecostal. I'm not a oneness Pentecostal. They baptize in the name of Jesus only. That's not the way to do it. The scripture says you baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mexico, Jesus is a very common name for the Mexicans. And, I mean, you don't baptize just in the name of Jesus. 
because there's millions of people called Jesus, but there's only one Lord Jesus Christ, and that's who Paul, that's who Peter, that's who Philip always baptized, that's who this Messianic Jew, this Ananias, baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they did it immediately that day if they could. And so we went to their house. As I was teaching on this, her friend said, I believe in the Lord. Can I get baptized too? I said, absolutely. And so we ended up having two baptisms in a bathtub that day because it was in uh, January or February of a year ago. And uh, But in the summertime, I, I'd like to do it down in a river. I like to do it down in outside in a dam or, you know, in a lake or whatever. I like to do it outside. If, if we have to go to a swimming pool in a, in a motel, well, that's, we can do that too. But I want to answer something here too, because I know that the question is already revolving in your minds. Go back to Matthew 28, verse 19. He says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now, Passover had happened. Jesus resurrected from the tomb. He walked with them for 40 days. This is part of what he said just before he ascended up into heaven. This is part of what he said during that 40-day period of time that he walked with them. And so you take 50 and you minus 40, you have seven. And there's a couple days he was in the, in the tomb. So there's seven or eight days here that, that we're looking at. Jesus taught this. As Jesus was resurrected and he walked with them for 40 days, I think that Peter and James and John and, and the 120 people that were with him during this 40 days, they gave more heed to what he was saying than prior to his crucifixion, prior to his resurrection. They gave attention to what he was saying, obviously, during those three years of his ministry. But when he came forth from that tomb and walked through that wall and began to do these, you know, continued to do incredible signs and miracles and wonders where John said that I suppose if it was possible to write down everything he did, this world could not hold the books that he did. Well, they really paid attention to him during this 40 days. And how much would you forget about what Jesus spoke to you just, you know, seven or eight days ago, and then the baptism of the Holy Ghost hits when they were in that upper room, and then he goes out, and Peter, instead of baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, he baptizes in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and I've got this to reply. Uh, maybe I can even have an, uh, an interactive here, uh, and I'll just use uh, Elvis if I can. Elvis, how many kids do you have? Two. And what do they call you? Daddy. Daddy, okay. Uh, on your driver's license, does it say Daddy? No, nope, it says Elvis. 
on your, you know, I'm going to, uh, and don't worry, I'm not going to ask your social security number or anything, but on your <laughs> income tax forms, do you write down daddy? Nope, Elvis. Elvis. What's on your birth certificate? Is it daddy? Nope, Elvis Iverson, yeah. Oh, okay. That's That's with all of us. Father is not a name. If you look at this, it says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name. That word is singular, name. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Spirit. Well, Father is not a name. Father is a position. Father is an identity. Son is not a name. Son is a is an identity. Son is a position. Uh, or I mean, we you know I, I've got two daughters. I can refer to them to you as my daughters, and I can refer to them as you know, hey sweetie or hey plum or or you know, uh, hey beautiful or whatever. Where I can call them by the first names that were that that were given on their birth certificate and whatnot, but they're my daughters. But when they fill out their driver's license, it's not Errol's daughter. It's their names. And the same thing with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a name. The Holy Spirit is a position. Isaiah chapter uh, 9, verse 6 says, And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace is he. That is talking about Jesus. That verse in Isaiah is talking about Jesus. His name will be called Wonderful. His name shall be called Counselor. His name shall be called Mighty God. His name shall be called Everlasting Father. And so seven, eight days after Jesus ascended up into heaven, the Holy Ghost falls on the day of Pentecost, Peter, all those 120 are changed like never before. Peter, this one that has denied Jesus three times, this one that that was so boisterous and, and uh, perhaps even sometimes arrogant, he kind of reminds me of me once in a while, you know. But at the same time, when he was baptized in that Holy Ghost, Peter stood up in the midst of them all, and he preached the greatest sermon of his life, probably. And when he went to baptize, he baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, but the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is the name of the Father. The name of the Lord Jesus Christ is the name of the Son. The name of the Lord Jesus Christ is the name of the Holy Spirit. Because it's all about Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, that Jesus Christ is Lord. And, and so I want to get back into the authority of God's word and get back into what the early church, the first church, actually was doing, because we've drifted so far from the truth. We've drifted so far. We think that, we think that we've done things right, and we haven't. We've done things out of tradition. We've not done it according to what the Word of God says. And so it, it's like Isaiah 10, 
Isaiah 10, 27. I'm just about done here. Praise God. Isaiah 10, 27. He says, It shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. I desire to see and experience the body of Christ flowing in the gifts and the unction of the Holy Ghost, not in the flesh. And I'm just going to read this out of the, you know, I've, I've, I'm wound up this new translation called the Passion Translation. If you, if you don't have it, I just highly recommend getting it. It's awesome. And uh, Isaiah 10:27 in the Passion Translation says, In that day the Lord will remove the heavy burden from your shoulders and break off the yoke of bondage from your necks because of the heavy anointing upon you. Because of the heavy anointing upon you. Everything's got to be done in the body of Christ must be with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Everything done in the body of Christ has to be by the counsel and the advice of the Spirit and the word. And Christ is the anointed one. He was born Christ, but he was never baptized Christ until he stood up in that, until he came out of that uh, 40-day fast and he stood up in the synagogue and he said, this day this scripture is fulfilled on, the Lord has, the Lord has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. This day, this scripture has been fulfilled. And I just want to get back into the authority of God's word and people get really upset of some of the things I teach and say, but everything I do is taken strictly out of the scriptures. It's not from a Bible school. It's not from a seminary. Hallelujah. It's fine if people go to those things. It's fine if people learn the Hebrew and the Greek and the Aramaic and, and whatnot. It, it's good that they they pour themselves in and, and they're sacrificing for that. But they have to have the anointing of the Holy Ghost. They have to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost of fire. They have to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost that they went forth and they turned the world upside down with it. They didn't have all these 30 different translations that I have. They didn't have the Strong's and the the vines and, and all these uh, uh, books that I have on, on learning and everything, all they, they didn't have a Bible in their purse. They didn't have a Bible in their, in their satchel, in their, in their sack that they carried with them. They didn't have anything. They were in the synagogue, and they got kicked out, and the only thing that was in the synagogue was the parchment papers, and they couldn't even get to those things. And, and so all they had was the baptism of the Holy Ghost with cloven tongues of fire. And they went out and they turned the world upside down. And I think that that's getting back into the authority of God's word. That's getting back into the authority of God's spirit. That's getting back into the truth of God's word. And that's how I want to see church go, whether it's in a house church, a home church, whether it's in a building down the street, but that's what it has to be. It has to be all done in the anointing. It has to be done according to the word of the Lord. And I don't want to speak it out of legalism. I don't want to speak it out of liberalism. I want to speak it out of the truth 
and the power of God's Spirit. And Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to share. I know that I know, I already know that I've shared some things here tonight that ears are either burning, hearts are intrepid, they're, they're, they're pounding because they've never heard it this way before. They've done things the other way. But this is your way, Lord. This is how Peter did it. This is how Paul did it. This is how Philip did it. This is how Ananias did it. But it was all under the anointing. They heard the voice of the Lord. They were taught by the Lord. They were taught by the Spirit. They were caught up in the Spirit. And they did things according to the Spirit. Even as Jesus said, I only do the things that I see the Father do. I only say the things that I hear him say. And that's how we're supposed to be doing it. And Jesus told Philip, he said, have you been with me so long? Do you not understand that if you've seen me, you have seen the Father? And when we see what Jesus is doing, when we see what these apostles and prophets and, and, and these deacons like Philip was doing, but that's how we're supposed to be doing things, because we see what they're doing. We're hearing what they're doing. We're hearing the word, and by hearing the word, we're sensitizing ourselves onto what the Spirit saith. Father, I just lift this up to you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that truth would go forth, that Perhaps I've shared scripture that people have never seen. They've never, they've never considered that way before because they've flown in. They, they've, they've done it according to tradition. They've done it according to what they've been taught, but they've not seen it according to what the scripture says. And that, Lord, that whoever hears this message will turn it back to the scriptures, will read these scriptures, will consider it, pray about it, and hear what the voice of the Lord speaks on to them. And I know that some will take it to their pastors and say, Pastor, I just heard this message, and this is what I heard. And the pastor will say, no, no, this, is, this isn't how we do it. This is how we do it this way. But, Lord, we ask for people that are bold to stand for the truth. We ask, Lord God, that people would be not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's the power of God to salvation. That, Lord God, that you said that we'll know the truth, and the truth will set us free. And that the body of Christ should not be in bondage, but the body of Christ should be in freedom. For wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, there's liberty. And that, Lord, that we can all share that, Lord God, that we all can come together and we can all have a revelation, a teaching, a tongue, a psalm. That, Lord God, that the body of Christ draws together and even as Elvis was sharing earlier about having a barbecue, that they went house to house, they broke bread, and they received the word of the Lord. They went house to house and they broke bread. That breaking bread is so important, Lord. That eating and, and dining together is so important. And, and I ask, Lord, even to go beyond that, that in the intimacy of that, that you would even place it on the heart of people that 
even as you did, after supper, you got up and you took the towel and you washed the feet of the disciples. I ask, Lord God, that you, they even step into the washing of the disciples' feet once again. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And if anybody has a question, I'm, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be glad to answer it if I can. Amen. Fabulous message. Believe me. Hallelujah. Um, excuse me. I had a, I had a question uh, regarding yeah. uh, scriptural. Yeah. Yep. So Acts two thirty says, "Um, baptized in the name of Jesus Christ." So, and then we see other um scriptures, right? Acts ten forty four forty eight, Acts eight sixteen through seventeen, right? So and so. Acts 19.5-6 talks about the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I was wondering, what's the difference between the name of Jesus Christ and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? Isn't that the same thing pointing to uh, Jesus? It, it, it is, but I, I want to uh, press this in mm-hmm. that, again, with, uh, like with Mexicans, and I don't know, I know, maybe Spanish too, I, I don't know. But with, with Mexico, Jesus is a very common name. And so there's only one Lord Jesus Christ. Right. And so right. uh, when a, I, I want to press on that one, that there's only one Lord Jesus Christ. And when they baptized him in the name of the Lord, when they baptized him in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that we're being very specific on that, okay? Oh. And and so I, I just want to press on that because, again, so many people have even pointed fingers at me and said, "Oh, you're a oneness, you're a, you're a United Pentecostal." No, I'm not. I'm a Christian. That's all I am. I'm not a denominational a denominationalist at all. I'm a Christian, and I see this in Scripture. And, and and Peter started off baptizing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think that that's the direction it should go. So, uh, mm-hmm. And so, like, when Ananias baptized Paul in the name of the Lord, I believe if we were actually there, he would have said in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ when he baptized him. And so... Uh, uh, that way there's there's no uh what do you want to call it there's no debate about who this Jesus is there's no debate about who the lord is because the 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 pharisees claim that Jesus was casting out demons by Beelzebub which was a was a, a lord okay and there's many lords but there's only one lord Jesus Christ I mean, we've got, you know, in, in, in England, we have the House of Commons, and they have Lord, I mean, everybody's a Lord in the House of Commons. <laughs> and so, hallelujah, there was a Lord Belfour that was, uh, you know, did the Belfour Declaration at the end of World War One, But uh, uh, that's why I want to always press on the Lord Jesus Christ. Because that that identifies only there's only one of them. He's one. <laughs> right, right. So as we do it unto that, him, I'm mean, recognizing that he is the one, the one true God, and, and that's that's really 
Yeah, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. But thank you for sharing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Amen. And so I, I had, I had the incredible honor and privilege. I was saved when I was 31 years old. I had never heard the gospel prior to 31. Mm-hmm. I had been to I had been to churches before, but I never heard the gospel. And uh, at the age of 31, I got saved, and and I began sharing. You know, I mean, you, I don't beat anybody over the head with the Bible. I hope nobody felt I beat them over the head with the Bible tonight. But you know, I worked with many oh, yeah. many people, and I'd be I'd be with my daughters on weekends or whatever, and and sharing scripture with them. And after many many years, uh, it was in about 2000. Oh maybe 2015 or 2016, uh, I, I lose track, I think it was 2015, both my daughters called up, called me, and they were in their 30s by this time. They both called me up and they said, Dad, will you baptize us? I said, I'd love to. Wow. I believe that it's the greatest honor and privilege of a parent, both mother and dad, to be able to take their children into the waters of baptism. But I had to take them through this teaching. I said, I'm going to only baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I want you to understand why. And so I took them through the teaching, and my wife absolutely, absolutely, I don't know how you want to call it, she, 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 she was ecstatic. She said, I've never heard it that way before. That is so good," she said. "I've always been confused about everything." She said, "You, you, you opened it up. I, I can, I can finally understand it, you know." And it's like, "Wow, I, I never knew I, I got to my wife like that." <laughs> and so, and so, uh, it, it was really good, and, uh, and it was supernatural. Every time I've taken people, uh, we've got a dam up here, you know. It, Everybody understands what a dam is. You know, it's the little river that got a, you know, blockage in it, and, and, and you know, they make a park out of it and everything. But, but anyway, uh, I I have baptized both my daughters in it. I baptized another woman in it this summer, uh, in June, and it was supernatural every time I did it. The water was absolutely ice cold, and I prayed about it. And we went out, and the water was bathtub warm every time. Oh my gosh! Wow. And and God has God has done a supernatural thing every time I've been able to do it outside. And uh, and I believe that uh, uh, baptism should be far more than what it actually is. I believe there should be a supernatural uh, 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 thing that takes place during baptism. Far more than what what people uh, and uh, e- even teach on, and so uh, it, it, you know, I was asked to do this tonight tonight on how I do church, and this is how I this is how I do church, and uh, Hallelujah. Uh, some God. people yes. accept it and some people go off and and they you know so. Anyway, this is this. I, I really want to see the body of Christ flowing in all of the gifts of the Spirit and the power of God yes. and the anointing yes. of the Holy Spirit. That why yes. is it then, brethren, whenever you come together, you each have a teaching, a tongue? That's what they did. That's why Paul wrote that. 
And uh, it's not supposed to be a one-man show. And, you know, I know that as, as people perhaps have a Bible study and they're, they're studying, the, you know, maybe they're studying the book of Matthew or whatever, that perhaps there's one person that's leading the study. But even, even so, when you come together, there can still be a time of sharing that somebody can have a song, somebody can have an, a, a prophecy, somebody can have an interpretation, somebody, everybody can be flowing in the gifts of the Spirit. And, I, and like I said, I, I go into so many churches over the many years, and it's like, where's the gifts of the Spirit? And so right. that's what the early church flowed in. They didn't flow in education. They flowed in the Amen. Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Um, praise Lord. I, I just want to. What, what I want to say is, is you know, we, uh, you know, this this conference call. When I started this conference call, I bring, I bring anointed preachers, you know, and and Arrow, you know, he goes by systematic theology, which is is verse and verse, scripture, scripture, and all, that, and not by these different doctrinal statements and all that. And um, so he's not he's not against the Trinity. He's not Jesus only. But I know that there, God does use people that are Jesus only. God does use people Jesus only, but I want to say that I there's people in hell that 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 believe in the Trinity. There's people that are in hell that are Jesus only because they were not truly born again. Okay, they were not truly That's born right. again and all that. So, so right. um, um, you know. And, but the thing is, is it is the name of Jesus Christ that we get saved by. There's only one name That's right. in the heaven or that we get saved. And the thing is, one name that we. That's right. The Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, the thing is, is, is not that you're see, you're confessing Him as Lord, but are you serving Him? Are you coming under under His lordship? Are you bowing right. your knees unto Him? Hallelujah! Praise mm-hmm. God. Wow. And, and, That's and right. not everyone is, is is really doing that. And so, so I, I what I think is is when people say a prayer. They're saying it as a, as a religious formula. They're not saying it as a heart yes. conviction and all that. And, and exactly. And today I was just thinking about how how how, how I run into in certain believers that they have no conviction. They have no conviction yes. in in, mm. in their walk with Christ. Hallelujah. Wow. You know, that 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 wow. their, their love. Hallelujah. Mm. Praise God. So the Holy Ghost. You see that the Holy Jeez. Ghost hasn't did any work in them and all that. And and um, you know the thing wow. is. Is when 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 in in um in John ten, my sheep hear my voice. You know, so we first hear the call to salvation. Many are led by the Spirit of God. We first hear the call to salvation. But the thing is, is, is so these people they come forth, but but then but then the Lord speaks over here and they don't even follow Him. You know, they don't follow Him, so they're not born again. They're not born again. You know, there's no conversion. There's no um. um transformation in their life there's no conviction you know a true christian and then hallelujah will not backslide if his church closes down a true christian will not backslide if his pastor is caught in adultery a true a true christian will not backslide if 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 persecution breaks out okay a true christian will not backslide if he is rejected by his church, hallelujah. A true Christian will not backslide because, because um, 
oh, God didn't come through for me and all that. No, no. We're submitted to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. What what Amen. has the Lord wills for me? Amen. Not my will, but your will. We don't understand everything, you know, and so, but Errol, Errol he, he, he is, you know, one thing, he has an anointing. He has an anointing, and, and, and I bring people that have the fire of God or have have mm-hmm. experience. You know, I, I was in Bible college, and, and, and these people, you know, they, they, they may have the correct theology and all that, and, but the thing is they had no anointing. They, and, but they want to criticize every, all these popular preachers. This is back, you know, a while ago. And, 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 um, but the thing is, these popular preachers, they made mistakes, but the thing is they led a lot of people to Jesus Christ. A lot of people came yeah. to Jesus Christ. The church moved forward and all that. But yet these people, they went to Bible college. The other people went to Bible college. And they have no signs of it. They have no power of God. They have no, you know, they, they mean, you know, how do they, are they practicing speaking tongues? Hallelujah. You know what? You, you don't have to be a, 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 um, a um, you know, but I know, I know people that have, have really, that they're really studying like theology, but they have a, but they're jacked up with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. They have found the, the word and the spirit, hallelujah, praise God. What I'm saying is, is, is the Bible is clear, okay? Amen. You need the Baptist Holy Ghost, you need to speak in tongues, hallelujah, praise God. And and um and they're walking gift, but you know and and so you know we got we have speakers. I I have next year next year I, I'm already booking speakers for next year. I have this guy, um, this preacher um, that I prophesy over. I don't know him personally. I just prophesy to him and 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 speak to him. And but he he, he went over to the Philippines and um and he um going down several miles like my, um, every direction. Knocked on each door, and and actually he went over there. He, he he um um, you know, well he married a Filipino there and all that. So you keep on going, you know, because he wants to he wants to um he has a church in Michigan. He wants to have a church over there and and um, but anyways, what he did is he knocked on everyone's door, okay, you know, like just kept on going down there and says, hey, is anyone sick here? They'll preach the gospel with them. He heal the sick and all that. There's some of them will knock the door. I'm Catholic. I don't believe in that. I'm Jehovah's Witness. I don't believe in that. I'm Mormon. I don't believe in that and all that. And and but he what he says if anyone's sick he healed them. He healed everyone. Everyone he said I healed. He healed everyone and 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 miracles healed healed everyone and 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 what happens right before he went to the Philippines this guy that which is my friend prophesied on him that this is what happened and all that and 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 laid his hands he went under the power of God. And he went over there, and 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 um, he's saying this is incredible. This is incredible. And this guy, he doesn't have a college degree, and he got to he got to ordination up by a well organization, just a group of ministers, all that. But the thing is, is he started this church back um, a couple years ago, and 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 um and and but he really believes in God, and 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 he has a heart for the Philippines. But the thing is, is he knocked on every door, brother and sisters. You know, um, can you see uh, how many people do we know that knock on every single door and heal? See, the thing is, over there, people don't have money to pay for all this stuff. You, you know, you go to the doctor over there, 
or you go to the hospital, let's say you emergency, they won't let you leave. They won't let you leave the, the hospital. They keep on charging you until your family pays the bill. Okay, so so they have to call around their family members, and they can't get the family. They start calling their for their friends. Then they start calling, and they go to church. They start calling the church, you know, and and so so there's people that got their sickness and that's and this and that's but this is a, this is like in 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 lots of nations, okay, lots of nations, and and so but he was he said he kept on knocking knocked on every door and he healed them healed them healed them healed them and there were people that were like near dead. And 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 or, or all the way or almost like you you can probably just you know um, um, they're they're dead you know like almost like we're dead and all that like right close to death little brute he brought them back to life Holly he brought yeah. them back to life and and they all these people converted to Jesus Christ they all converted to Jesus Christ all converted to Jesus Christ Holly praise God all converted to Jesus Christ Holly he didn't knock on the door give them a whole entire um um his statement of faith, okay, he didn't give us, he didn't, you know, it was just a simple message of Jesus Christ, and, 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 um, but he's one of the speakers, you know, hallelujah, and, Amen. and you know, one thing is, is everyone wants revival, every church in America, not every church, but like, everyone, lots of, among us Pentecostal charismatics, we want God to move, we're looking, we're, we're like looking for the resurrection, okay, but the thing is, we have not received. We don't want to receive these ministers. You know, when, when Jesus, um, um, when when uh, Joseph and Mary was trying to to bear, to not bury, um, were trying to give birth to Jesus, they couldn't even find. They had to do it in a manger. And these preachers, God raises up these preachers, and they're not, they're not, um, they don't have a doctor's degree. They don't have a lot of money. You know, they may not even look good. Okay, they they may not even have a good background. But somehow, they have the Holy Ghost, they pray, they, they, they're before the Lord, they have a consistent walk with God. And But yet, we have not, not made no room for them. We don't make no room for them. Okay, because, because, because um, um, you know, I, I have people that, that, this one pastor, he was intimidated because I, I, I prophesied. I, I flowed in these gifts. But my purpose was never to intimidate him. And I brought people to his church and all that. But basically, I had to, you know, I had to leave because he would not, he didn't want me to be a member and all that. And I left peacefully because I don't, I don't cause no discord. It's a long time ago, you know. I don't cause no yeah. discord. And and um, right. but the thing is, that's how it is. That's how it is. You know why there is no revival in America? Amen. How because 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 those that God raises up, we do not receive, and those are the catalysts of revival. But but we're coming to the time that God. Is going to overshadow, okay, and we're going to raise these people up to help them to come forth, hallelujah. And 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 so, but at first there's going to be an anoint. There's going to be a a a presence that's beginning to come into the congregation, and the churches will start growing at first. But then, but but then people say, oh, let's try to control it. And the moment they try to control it, the Holy Ghost is going to turn up and burn up those churches. Hallelujah, amen. But we're going to see, yeah, the man. Lord told me, the Lord spoke to me, and then I saw this apostolic anointing coming from heaven, hallelujah. And it came upon these apostles, these these prophets that were, uh, these, these apostles that were in the cave or the wilderness, people that were, were um, you know, they, they were in, they're in the scripture. 
They're walking in a consistent walk. You know, they're not Lone Rangers, hallelujah. They're not Lone Rangers, hallelujah. But but, but they're fellowship. They're they're not they're not fellowship with the lukewarm or the or the cold or 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 the so-called Pentecostals. But they're fellowship with these with, with people that are open, hallelujah. But the anointing is going to come. And when this anointing came, I saw the false apostles just drop dead in the pulpit. I saw those who were want to be apostles just humbling themselves, get, get on their knees. I saw those that were apostles before step aside and, 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 and made room for what God, you know, um, was going to do it on it. And I saw this anointing came, and, and as these preachers preached, the multitudes gathered around them because they kept on doing all these signs and wonders. And instead of building their kingdom, they said, let us build the church. Let us build. And they used the momentum, let us build. And they begin to build new churches. They begin to disciple and raise up new ministries. How they begin to move forward. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, Amen. But, but the thing is, the reason is, as this officer came forth, the false apostles dropped dead in the pulpit. Okay. Thank you, Lord. You know, and, and, and um, you know what? You know, and and I'm not going to get into what a, what a false apostle is, but 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 um, these are individuals that that are not really called by God. They're, they they say they're apostles. They want to control, and they want to divide the church. You know, um, you know, like like in my group, I I talk about the body of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. And and and, and I mean not like this. I mean not like that preacher, this preacher, whatever. But but I say, you know, uh, wait a minute. No, I I like to. But I'm saying, I mean, I may not agree with them, but but I know they're in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Right. And, and, right. And our 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 mindsets are. A lot of mindsets are about to fall because these are the idols that are hidden in revival. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Right Thank now, the Lord is Jesus. speaking to me. Amen. The Lord is speaking to me. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it says we're going to start hearing signs and wonders in America. We're going to start hearing signs and wonders. Hallelujah. But we're not going to hear it in the pulpits. We're going to hear it on the streets yeah. of America. Hallelujah. We're going to hear it at Walmart. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to hear, hear it at the 7-Eleven store, hallelujah. We're going to hear it at the grocery store, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Healings after healings after healings after healings after healings after healings, hallelujah. But the Lord is saying, yes, we're not here in the pulpits of America, hallelujah, but God's raised up new churches. He's raised up new churches, hallelujah. And and, 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 and somehow somehow um, the, 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 um, the church scattered or whatever doesn't recognize those churches, hallelujah. Amen. Because those churches are flowing in signs and wonders, hallelujah. They're flowing in the miraculous, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. God's going to kick professionalism out of the church, hallelujah. He's going to bring forth an integrity. An integrity in your personal walk, but an integrity of the word and an integrity of signs and wonders, hallelujah. Praise God. You know, God ain't coming so we can do have, have hype. There's just too much hype. We want real, 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 yeah. real. Authentic. You know what? Yeah. You know, you, know yeah. you don't have to be a good preacher to perform signs and wonders. You can get up and share a little bit, and if you can raise the dead, you know, um, it, you know, there's some people that are, are great preachers, <laughs> that they're anointed, but there's people that are not Jesus. called to be great, but they just get up and share a little bit, and they raise the dead. And the whole thing is, is a lot of us are trained. We go to Bible college, we learn all this stuff, how to preach, but we're not... Number one, people should learn how to flow in the gifts. You know, you should not preach somebody how to preach unless they can flow in one of the nine gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. 
that they can heal the sick. Hallelujah. Praise God. But we're coming to a day that God is going to awaken the church to the miraculous. But this is the last day of the old wineskins. This is the last days of the old. Right now, God's bringing breaks in your mind, your hearts. Hallelujah. God's opening you. And he's bringing revival. You can taste the revival. Right now, you begin to taste this revival. You can begin to taste this revival. But we shall hear before this year is out. We shall hear very soon, hallelujah. Revival begins to break out in America. And then revival break out here. Revival break here, hallelujah. For the Lord is saying, you just need to start talking to the Lord, hallelujah. And revival will break out in your home. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise, Glory. praise the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, um, Amen. Um, Amen. Praise, you, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank um, you, Jesus. And with Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray for everyone who's listening to this message. And everyone who's going to, everyone's here and everyone is going to, um, you know, listen to this, this podcast. And once we upload it, God, we just pray, God, that you activate the revival of us, God. And, Lord God, um, Lord, um, we have come to a different day, God. Lord, and, and we don't want the, you know, some people say, I'm Pentecost, I'm some carry man. Well, God, we just want to be part of the body. We want the Holy Ghost in our life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Lord God, Jesus. we're tired of Constantine Christian, here, God. Yeah. It's time for pre constitution constitutional revelation, hallelujah. Yes. There's things that the early church did not struggle in. And and mm-hmm. these struggles are over, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. And Father God, I pray for breakthrough in our minds in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. For Lord God, we're about to I pray that you begin to lead us in the signs and wonders. Begin to hear mm-hmm. the voice of God in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. And and, and Lord God, you're really at least in angelical visitations, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. Thank you. Oh Lord, Jesus. hallelujah. Thank the Lord you, is Jesus. saying that that um the reason why we have not seen revival in America until right now, hallelujah, is because we have grieved the Holy Spirit. And yeah. we have angered the angels. We have angered Thank the angels. And we have kicked out those that have the anointing, hallelujah. Thank hallelujah. you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord is saying that we have suffered, and how have we suffered? We have suffered, our children have suffered because of our disobedience and our rebellion against what the Holy Ghost has. And God is calling for the church to repent, to repent, to repent. Hallelujah. Amen. And a lot of people don't even know what the Holy Spirit is. They don't know the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit. They don't know the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. They don't know how to to, to build around Him. We want the Holy Spirit to build around our progress, but God is bringing forth breakthrough. The Lord is saying that the day is coming, many churches will close their door. There's the, and, I, and, I, and I see many pastors on the unemployment line. And a certain number of them are never going to be used again because they stood against the Holy Spirit. Some stood against the Holy Spirit in arrogance, and God still shows them mercy. But some had stood against, and they will never be used by God again. So the time has come for us to to, to open our doors, hallelujah, and let the prophets back in the house of God. 
Yes. But we need to throw out our structure. It's time, hallelujah, to be led by the Spirit Amen. of God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. And the Lord is saying, Amen. when we look across America, when we see places where, where there's no revival, there's no signs of like North Dakota and northern yeah. Minnesota, all yeah. of a sudden it's going to break out. It's going to break out, hallelujah. It's going to break out, hallelujah. It's going to break out, hallelujah, praise God. And people are going to get in their cars and drive all the way to North Dakota, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, 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 but before they get there, however, Bob is going to break out another place. And they're going to drive all the way there. They're going to, the Bob is going to break out here and break out there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then, and then there's going to be people that will try to, try to, let's try to understand that. And, and, and these people never had the anointing at all. You know, Hallelujah. <laughs> But God is saying that a lot of people are going to have proper time revival for the first couple of years of revival. Every time they come in the presence of God, God's going to put them on the floor, Jesus. and that's where they're going to be. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Marriages are going to be restored. Hallelujah. Praise glory. God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. The Lord Amen. has spoken. The Lord is speaking to somebody. I don't know who you are. You haven't struggled in your marriage. It's the glory of God. The answer is the glory of God. You, just, you two just pray together. Hallelujah. Just pray, just pray, pray. The Lord is speaking. Um, I'm not saying that anyone hear this, hear this, or but you're listening. You're struggling with, with um, um, certain sexual sins, certain sexual appetites. The Lord is saying, um, um, just turn to Him. Just turn to Him. Turn to Him. He He does not condemn you, Hallelujah. He does not condemn you, Hallelujah. Those things that have been planned in your life. When you're young, or things that you've been exposed, hallelujah. But God is not condemning you, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you are to Jesus. sanctify, you are to present your body to God, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. And God will redirect you, hallelujah. God will redirect, hallelujah. Right now, the anointing of God to embrace you is coming, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Lord of God, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. Praise God, amen. But you know what? Amen. I just saw, I saw. Churches, the doors open up, and all these people are coming in from the world, and they have all these problems. They have all these problems. They have all these problems. They have emotional problems. They have mental problems. They have they have sexual problems. They they have drug problems. You know, and 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 it's not it's not going to be hours of counseling. It's just going to be prayer. They're just going to keep on praying. Hallelujah. It's going to be prayer and the glory of God. Hallelujah. And the and deliverance. Hallelujah. But still. Still, it's, it's going to be, we just need to be in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Right now, God's just really breaking things off us. Breaking things. I mean, if you've been praying for your loved ones, hallelujah, God, it's good. It's just touch them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Well, I'm going to, amen, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, Before I close, did God give any prophetic word to anyone that's listening that's here right now. Any prophetic word about, about you know, just you know, um you know, if you had a vision while 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 we were praying, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well we're gonna close right now and, and um my our next conference call is um is um March um twenty ninth twenty ninth March twenty ninth and that is at um 7 p.m. Central Time, okay? And we have Duncan Blair, hallelujah, praise God. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you for coming, Glory. amen, and, and thank you, Errol, for, for taking the time, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And, and um and if any of you want to um get a hold of him, you can um you can email me at um SIM at um dot com and I will help you get in contact with him, hallelujah. And um praise the Lord and, and you know, um we're praying for God will make a way so we can bring him to speak in Omaha, hallelujah, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Glory to God, but but I know that uh, I'm just prophetically declaring that that his his schedule is going to be so booked up and all that because he's going to be, you know, um, um, raising the dead. Hallelujah, praise God. He's going to get some deacons from raising the dead. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Amen. So God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Earl. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, thank you, Earl. Your teaching was amazing. (laughs) Praise God. All glory goes to God.